We are back. Season four of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs podcast. I'm Tyler, and along with me are two other hosts and a producer. For those of you who are new to the podcast, we like to showcase breweries, their beers, and conclude every episode with a thematic-ish conversation. If you're a casual listener or a seasoned vet, you know what to expect. Producers continue to change throughout episodes, but the same old connoisseurs will continue to provide top-tier content. Please feel free to listen to all of our previous episodes and producer specials to get an insight into all the breweries and beers we've mostly enjoyed. And whether you're new or returning, we are pleased to be your favorite craft beer podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Also drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Now for today's episode. Welcome to the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Chris. I'm Tyler. And along with us today is producer Nelson. And that's it? That's it. That's all. Oh, wow. Where's Brett? You know what? I really don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I heard something about beach. Beach. Something about sun. Cervezas. Yeah. Ah, We won't worry about it. Yeah, I don't think he's going to bring us back, uh, back any beers. No, I don't think so either. Apparently, his wife didn't like it last time uh, he went somewhere and brought us back beers on the plane. If so. it's one thing I know, uh, Brett always does what his wife wants. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, so no, Brett, just me and you. And, and Nelson. Uh, producer Nelson. Yeah, welcome, Nelson. You know what? Maybe, Nelson, you could have a full-time spot here if this Brett thing doesn't work out. Yeah, we'll see. How's your voice, Nelson? Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Well, Not good, I guess. <laughs> well, reading <laughs> comprehension's about the same. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, it'll just be uh, me and Tyler. Uh, and in today's episode, we're going to be reviewing Bancroft Brewing in Bancroft, Ontario. You know what? That makes sense. It makes quite a bit of sense. <laughs> and we'll get to a little bit about them in a bit. Um, we're having two beers today. Um, the first one is Iron Man, which is an Amber American Pale Ale. Amber. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. I'm surprised Brett missed this one. Yeah, he doesn't miss many. Uh, Amber's, that is. Yeah. Uh, and the second is Lager's Ale, which is an English brown ale. Oh. I'm sensing something, and I'll bring it up maybe when we do the brewery discussion. I bet you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, and then to finish up the episode, we're going to discuss entrepreneurship. We're back, and we uh, still know Brett, by the way. We still uh, don't have Brett. Yeah. No, still don't have him. Uh, so we mentioned that Bancroft uh, Brewing is located in Bancroft, uh, more specifically at 4 Hastings Street. Uh, it was open, founded, and established way back in 2015. Uh, they were. It was crafted uh, by its founder, crafted. owner. Yeah, yeah crafted. Like there like you go. Uh, by their head brewer, Logan Cupra, who... Uh, since the ripe age of three, has called Bancroft home. Wow. There you go. Okay. Um, he's uh, five now, so... Uh, <laughs> he's five. <laughs> we don't... You know, like, like, I mean, it's all relative. Yeah. Like, three, he's 18, we don't... Yeah, he's only been there for two years. I mean, we didn't do it's any nothing. background checks. We no. We don't know what that looks like. I mean, if he started a brewery in 2015, he's probably older than five, but... Hey, you know what, kids these days, entrepreneurs, they're incredible. I know, they really are. So, for years, uh, Logan dreamed about crafting his own brews. Maybe two oh, years. crafting. Crafting, <laughs> yeah, there you Comes go. up again. <laughs> uh, and perhaps owning and running his, his own brewery. Um, and after one fateful weekend with his brother who convinced him to go for it, 
He did just that. Using the lessons learned from his father's own entrepreneurship, Logan spent the next days, weeks, and months putting together what has become one of Ontario's premium breweries. There you go. And when the brew was first established, they made a commitment to themselves and their friends that their beers would be handcrafted using only the finest barley, hops, and yeast in small batches to ensure the quality and distinctive tastes of their beers. So we will see if that comes through. Yeah. Um, let's get into some maybe just general things here. Yeah. Um, the brewery has helped bring attention to its namesake, being very proud of the community. Uh, Logan has been thrilled to bring the name with him as he and his team travel near and far to festivals, events, uh, where they can promote how great of a town Bancroft is. And so, I mean, it isn't, it's funny. I was, I was talking to somebody about a uh, potential uh, episode for Bancroft. Yeah. And they said, well, wh- where's the brewery? <laughs> and I don't think they were joking. I was like, yeah. oh, it's, it's, in, it's in Bancroft. Now, I had, I had heard of the town Bancroft or Same. village. I don't know exactly what the, yeah. the classification it uh, is, but yeah. I had heard of it. Uh, and kind of in preparation for this episode, I was like, I don't really know where in Ontario this is. Like, I know it's kind of eastern Ontario and like right. it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Like, really in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so, and that's why you need a brewery. <laughs> yeah. But it's great that they they do travel and, and go to events and everything, go to festivals. Because, you know, I think a lot of people don't know where Bancroft is. Even if they've heard of the brewery um, or heard of the town, they might not know where it is. So, just bringing attention to that. Um, mm-hmm. it, it might be, it's kind of up closer to ottawa might be one of those uh breweries that brett drove by on the sunday morning after uh broken stick you say drive like he <laughs> drove but we all know that it was he flew by while he drove yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know just absolutely wild that man um yeah so so bancroft kind of in the middle of um, somewhat nowhere yeah now uh do we want to talk about this letter that we received with uh, with the beers with that the beer they sent us. Yeah, I yeah. think you can give us a little bit of that. So, uh, first of all, kind of cool. They called. The, they said hello from the Brew Crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, crew spelled K-R-U. So, I haven't seen that one before, but that's interesting. Very. Yeah. Uh, so, as we've mentioned, they and they, they told us they selected two beers for us. The Lager's Ale, uh, which is their seasonal selection. Right. Or so, uh, and the Iron Man, which is their kind of main beer. Right. Um, So they're definitely excited uh, to have us trying their their beers that they passionately crafted. Um, They also sent us a few extras. Uh, They wanted to give us the opportunity to try some of their other stellar beers more than more than just the two. So um, we have had indulged, if you will. In some of those, I mean, I did not not as much as some others. Yeah, and I think. I think they, so. They're delivered to you, Tyler. Yeah. So we got the delivery here. I didn't open up the package for a little bit, but it arrived at your house, though. Yes. Right. Yeah. Not not the neighbors. No. They, you're yeah. right. I see where we're going with this. Yes. This one actually did arrive at this residence. Well, that's good. Uh, we didn't have to go scouting for it, which that is might good. be a first yeah. since you've been here. Yeah. <laughs> It actually might be. Uh, yes, this <laughs> There's one. There's been some since then, but yeah, this I think one, this was the first. There's a future episode that also did come to the the mailing address. Oh, that's that's good. Very good. It, you know what? People are turning around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I didn't open up the box for a couple of days. Um, I kind of lost sight of it for a second. And then I picked up the box. I was like, 
okay, yeah, there's probably eight beers in here. And then yeah. it's like, no, there's, there's, there's definitely something else in here. <laughs> a little heavy? Very heavy. Yeah. So open her up. Um, let's open her up. And it's, I, I say that every time too. <laughs> I so bet you do. I do. I do. <laughs> every package. Every package I get. So <laughs> did that. And yeah, they, so they supplied us with a lot of beers and uh, a couple of toques, I believe. Yes. I think they, they gave us probably at least one of every beer that, that they have on, at least listed on their website. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause we got, we got two of each. Right. Yes, we did. We got, we got two of each, and there was um, thirty different. So that would have been fifteen beers, and then fifteen the, different beers. Yeah. Fifteen different beers plus then the two for today's podcast. Yeah. So that's seventeen total beers. Um, speaking of of never beers, I, yeah, I think we should just kind of roll into this. Then let's do it. Is that they they do have thirty four beers on Untapped uh, with an average rating of three point five, um, and we'll get into some of the more uh, information regarding the beers shortly. Um, but I think it's important to note that, uh, some of the work that Bancroft also does too. So they do sponsor a specific team and I feel like the writing on this is interesting. So I'll get you to, to, to describe it. <laughs> well, they sponsor a gentleman's hockey league team, um, yeah. the fish and turtle hatchery, uh, and are they are the main co-sponsor of the Tall Pines Rally. Now, admittedly, I don't know what the Fish and Turtle Hatchery or the Tall Pines Rally is. Um, I do think it's just interesting that it's a gentleman's league hockey team, which makes me believe uh, that it's probably a beer league and there's probably nothing gentleman about it. No, and and they're probably, you know, ho- to describe them as hockey players would be maybe... <laughs> they know how to they know how to skate and they hold a stick yeah i don't know there's uh there's an instagram account that i saw about a beer league hockey team and they're like uh this is not in slow motion even yeah. though it looks like <laughs> the game's being played in slow motion so yeah. just an interesting wording on the jones uh, league hockey team so it's good that they sponsor them um i mean i know of a baseball team that would like to be sponsored by a brewery um wink wink they're uh, they're probably a little further away from your baseball team than this gentleman's hockey league team. Yeah, for sure. But you know what? I mean, they got us a package and they did it right. And so I know yeah, that that's they're, true. they're reliable. They uh, are. They're reliable on, on, on beer delivery. And we're letting everyone know that. We, we are, for sure. So uh, I don't believe uh, you've been there to the brewery, Tyler, have you? No, I have not. No, and neither have I and uh, neither has Nelson. Yeah, no, we Nelson. No, not been there. But, but we, we have had the beers. We we have, uh, like we mentioned, we we had a f- uh, extras delivered. So we we've tried some out. So I've had three. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had uh, my highest rated was one called V Rock, which was a Kolsch, okay. and I gave that one a three point five. Um, I'll do Brett's. Uh, so Brett, you know, he he went hard on on his Bancroft beers before he. Uh, Knew that he wasn't going to make it. He had seven. He wanted to be, you know, number one, yeah, like like he likes to be. He right? probably had a taster of each and then just, oh, yeah. you know, drain poured. Oh. You know, nothing gets by us. <laughs> so, or just took the picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Took the picture and then drain, took the taster out, poured the rest in the, the proper glassware and then drain poured it. So his highest rated was a, two of them, Hawk Watch, which is a New England IPA, and Blueberry Wheat, which you guessed it, is a wheat beer. And he gave both of those a four. Or, uh, Tyler, over to you. How many have you had? 
Yeah, so I've had wine. Uh, it was Claim Jumper um, at 3.5 uh, is what I rated it. And producer Nelson uh, gave the Rocky Rattler uh, a four and had four of their beers. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, producer got one of the Rattlers, obviously. Uh, so that was one of the things that they sent, not just beers, but they've got Rattlers too. Um, now, hours. Um, last brewery had, had no hours uh, because they were not a physical location brewery. But at Bancroft, unfortunately, closed Monday and Tuesday. Wednesdays, 12 to 5. Thursdays, 12 to 7. Friday, 12 to 8. Saturday, 11 to 8. And Sunday, 12 to 4. So all five days they're open. They're all different hours. So make sure you check. Yeah, and we know that they do shipping right. They do. Uh, so they do ship in Ontario uh, by Pure Later, and uh, the shipping cost it varies depending on where the location is that's going. Yeah. So I guess that's it, eh? Well, there is. I mean, Brett's got some information in here. You know, I don't know if we want to read it. The guy gets a little bit, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, he he does mention that. Which, which he says a lot about breweries. A brewery that he needs to visit. Oh, yeah. Um, Always needs to. Uh, along with the other craft beer connoisseurs soon. So um, maybe we'll make a visit up there if we're if we're in the area. Um, yeah. Try to get up there because obviously we, we like to hit as many breweries as we can. Absolutely. And um, the Tooks he mentions. Now, one yes. thing I do yeah. want to kind of note here is we did a snake-style draft on the beer selection for... Uh, who is going to get what? We did do that. And house rules. Uh, so I obviously had the first uh, pick. Yes, uh, I believe I had second pick. You did have second. And then we snaked it back, and we knew that uh, producer Nelson uh, would just get whatever. Um, so yeah, well, yeah, he wasn't here because it wasn't, wasn't time to record the episode. So. Well, and that's just it. So yeah. we Sorry, Nelson. We snake drafted earlier on, uh, so it uh, it all worked out. I think we all got some pretty good selection out of it, and it was kind of fun to kind of fun to do. I was happy with my team. Yeah, good, I, good fantasy. I team. mean, I'm I'm one in, but I feel like if I get to that seven mark, I'll, I'll be pretty content too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, as always, we're going to link to their information on our social media. All right, let's get on to beer number one. Okay, so big thanks to Peter uh, Bancroft for all the beers on today's episode and for all the extras that were sent. So yeah. thank you uh, like a massive very thanks. much, Peter. Yeah, a massive thanks. Big thank you. Oh, and to the brew crew, right? Yeah, the brew. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what, Peter? Peter mostly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, thanks, Peter. He's the head of the brew crew. I, I mean, kind of. He's yeah. not, not the owner. Uh, so no, I mean, he's not. I mean, arbitrary. Uh, you know, facts here. That's yeah, fine. We ju- we'll just make it up. Yeah. Uh, so, as we mentioned, the first beer we're going to have today is Iron Man, which is an amber American pale ale. Comes in at 5.2% ABV and 42 IBUs. Very nice. So, this is listed as a full-bodied APA with a lovely amber color. Combined with Canadian barley and West Coast hops, we talked about, you know, some good quality ingredients. Yeah. Um, Iron Man offers the palate a balanced citrus taste with a smooth finish. So, they say... But again, we'll always be the judge of that. Yeah. So in this, uh, in the letter that the brew crew sent, they also just add that the Iron Man has always been their flagship Amber American Pale Ale. So uh, this is their kind of, you know, flagship beer. There you go. Uh, so on Untapped, as always, you can follow us at Craft Beer Connoisseurs and on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons. The overall rating for this Iron Man is a 3.48 out of 5 with 428 check-ins. 
There okay. have been four or five out of fives, and four of our friends only have had this beer. Very good, very good. All right, let's grab that can. Yeah, throw that paper out. Just, just yeah, chuck just, it. Just talk. Yeah, give it a little toss. Well, I'll, I'll save it for the next beer, too, because there's more information there. Fun facts. Yeah. Nelson, grab your can. <laughs> Jeez. Right. And your glass. Yeah. Oh, you don't offload this over here. <laughs> Nelson should have been just typing, retyping it up. We should have had to yeah, transcribe the already written letter. Oh, okay. Ne- next segment, Nelson. That's what you're doing. Yeah. Actually, start typing it out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Grab that can and grab that glass and let's open her up. All right. Very good. Very oh, good. Little, yeah. Watch that little little splash on little, the pot filter. <laughs> It should be a beer filter. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. The, I know the, why it's a pop filter, filter, but I mean, for our purposes, let's yeah. just call it what we want. All right. Well, uh, we are drinking this out of a pint glass, so make sure to use your proper glassware. Very good. All right. We've got it poured in here. Nice. A nice little pillowy head. Yes, it is. Not Brad at all. Little little tan head, little, if you will. Oh, yeah. We haven't seen a tan head in a while. And you know why that is? Because uh, we haven't had this type of beer? We have not really had an amber in a long time. No, we have not. Not, well, I mean, we've had them since the first season, I think, when Brett. Yeah, but that's a long amber. time. That was a long time. I mean, time. the podcast yeah, yeah. just hasn't, you know, got up and, you know, done its own little thing. It's It's been a long time. It, it's, so, it's not a common style no. that you see, right? It is not a common style that you see. But, alas, here we are with the amber. But so, what do you see in the glass? Oh, wow. What a beautiful transition. Yeah, I, th- I thought so. I see amber. Oh. <laughs> okay. Not that amber. It's it's a deep, deep copper with a little red hue to it. It is, yes. Uh, very nice, though. It's a nice color. You yeah. can't see through a thing like this, you know? Oh, no. Definitely not. You can see at the at the bottom of our, our pine glass here, it's a, it's a little lighter. Um, it, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's the color that you would expect from an amber. I'm what just about gonna the smells? Give it a sniffy here. Yeah, give it a little sniffy. You don't hear that that often. <laughs> a sniffy, kind of like a a sweet malty um, scent on it. Yeah, kind of. I'm I am getting a bit of a citrusy uh, for sure, which yeah, was, was kind of mentioned. I, I'm getting that. I definitely thought I'd get more of like a, a deeper kind of like caramel kind of undertone and on the nose still, or like even some, not like burntness, but you know what I mean? Like some more rich, deeper, um, toastiness. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe we will get that on the sip and I am looking forward to this. So, you know what? I'm going to take the first sip because I'm talking. Yeah. You go ahead and, and take a sip. Uh, I am excited to get into this one. Um, and now Nelson is going after it right now. He's taking, I did say I take the first sip, but, well, he he he, he thought you he meant really like between the two of us. Right, yeah, right. he he, you know, he's well, new at this. Alas, here we are. Uh, Chris, go ahead. You take a little sip. Yeah, here. definitely. Very nice. I think this is going to lace really really well too um, down the glass, um, which I, I'm kind of looking forward to because lacing to me is. Um, almost like a, a progression bar, almost like closing your rings on an iWatch, uh, you know, one of them Apple Watches you got. No, I don't have an Apple Watch. No, so. you don't. I just wanted to point that out. Um, <laughs> but it does show you progress, you know? The it lacing does. is, it's almost, you know what, let me put in a better analogy here. Okay. It's what? almost like the rings of a tree. 
Yeah, you know, that's what I thought you were going with. Yeah, I know, but it was too obvious. <laughs> it was too obvious. But yeah, I feel like that's kind of what we're going to get here. Um, what do you think of the the flavor? Yeah, so it, it's a little... I, I am actually kind of getting that burnt roastiness, maybe I'll call it, okay. uh, on on the flavor. I, again, a hint of citrus. Um, nothing crazy. Like It's definitely not the first thing that I am getting or would think of. Sure. Uh, not really that caramel. Um, I, I don't think on this one. Yeah, no, none of that. Um, but yeah, that that's kind of what I a little a little bitterness uh, coming through. Yeah, definitely a little bit of the the bitter. <clears throat> the maltiness isn't really overly there. Um, I'm getting more of the citrus. Yeah, more citrus than malt. Um, but now that so I just took another sip and. There is kind of, uh, I don't want to call it, well, I'll, I'll call it burnt caramel, kind of. You are getting some of that, eh? A, a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's, but then it, it's it's mixed in with the uh, with the citrus, like it, like the orange, right? Um, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting flavor. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it did say that there was a smooth finish. I'm kind of getting that, but I think because some of that bitterness is on the back end for me, um, is it does kind of sit a little bit. So it's not completely overly smooth for me. No, I, I would agree with that. It's not. It's smooth is not necessarily something that comes to mind um, mm-hmm. when I'm when I'm drinking it. Like if they didn't list it there, I really wouldn't even necessarily think about it. Okay, yep. but there is some smoothness to it. Um, I I can get that. Now, one thing I want to say is, and I don't know if this is me, but are you getting like a dry finish too? Yeah, it, it is dry for sure. Yeah. Like I, I just, I'm sitting here, I'm thinking like, I don't know, maybe physiologically uh, I'm going through something, but uh, who knows? Like I just, I I do feel a little bit, uh, yeah. a little bit drier. Yeah. Kind of, kind of leaves you coming back for more. Well, and, that, and that's yeah. just it. And I think that. If it's not as smooth as I thought it was going to be, but I'm almost glad that it's a bit dry because then uh, it, it might not finish as fast, um, but it it allows me to come back for an, another sip um, because it is dry. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and you know me. I, I do know you. I, I'm not you. I don't have um, water beside me. So no. my only option is to go back to the beer. Right. I'm not sitting there with a, a pint of water. No. H2O. Yes, I love my water. Love my water. I know. So, yeah. Um, well, do we want to take a look at the top five flavor profiles of this beer? Or did you did you want to, uh, you know, honor Brett in his absence and, and kind of tell us what's on that can? Yeah. So, I see um, a person doing Pilates. Um, <laughs> and I see uh, sparks flying. I like that Pilates. Uh, <laughs> oh no, that that couldn't be it. It could be maybe doing like an Iron Man thing. That's good. And there's an anvil. In maybe the back. it's like jumping jacks. Is that? Is, it, maybe, it's maybe definitely Pilates. Pilates. Yeah, you <laughs> wouldn't understand. I think the the symbol is like the the Iron Man, as in the strength kind of look, as well as um, oh, like uh, lifting weights above their yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. But it's also meant uh, to be like the anvil in the back and the the hammering, right, the right. hammering out the and the sparks. Yeah, yeah, ha- hammering out the iron on said anvil. So. Yeah, he, I would have liked to see Fife try to tackle Anvil. Uh, to be honest, <laughs> to be honest does he know what that is? Uh, Nelson? 
no, no Nelson's no. saying no. No, I don't think so. And I think Nelson's a little upset with Brett, to be honest with you. Oh, really? Well, if you just rewind a couple episodes, there was a conversation about how Brett and the producer yeah. uh, were, were driving together and hanging out so much. And I feel like Nelson's a little bit bitter. Um, much like this beer. Yeah. Um, you said top five flavor profiles. I did. I did. Okay. What'd you say about them? I said, let's talk about them and, and here they are. Let's, let's hit the people with them. So sure. the first one that comes out is multi. Um, yeah, the, like we kind of talked about, there's some, there's some malt in there, uh, but definitely not overpowering. I don't think. No, I, yeah. 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 We'll leave it at that. There's all I, I have the benefit of seeing what the list is. Yeah, and for sure. I feel like the maltiness would kind of fall down, and something would kind of come into place. And I think Nelson is typing what I'm thinking right now. Oh right? wow, so it works out. He's, he's, <laughs> Nelson is really interested hey, in you. You want to you yeah. want to drive here next time together? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll park down the road and we'll <laughs> uh, So the next one is Hoppy. Uh, so I, I don't necessarily think this is hoppy, but maybe what people are trying to describe is bitter. It's possible. Um, the hoppiness could also lend itself to the citrus piece. Um, yeah, potentially as well. So like the citrus could be coming from that. Um, I mean, we got American hops with, with this West coast hops are, are kind of involved. So I think that West coast hop is, is kind of where we might be drawing some of that, um, that uh, the pininess yeah. kind of citrusy kind of vibe to it to keep it as an amber. That's where I think that's probably coming from. Definitely. So, so I'm, not, I'm not I'm not opposed to it. I just think we would have described it a little bit different. Yeah, agreed. So the next one is smooth, uh, which we talked about a little bit. Um, some smoothness, but not probably number three for me. Yeah, I drop her down. Yeah, number four is full bodied. Um, it's got it's got some good elements to it. I, I can see how it's a little bit layered. Yeah, um, but when I hear full-bodied, I kind of think like a thicker beer. You know okay. what I mean? Uh, sure. So I personally, I wouldn't go with it, but okay, I, I I don't have any complaints with it. All right. And the last one is caramel, which I'm I, I did mention some burnt caramel, so kind of getting that. Um, yeah, I was kind of hoping to get that also on the nose, as previously mentioned, right? So yeah. It's, it's kind of a shame that it's it's not there, but yeah. Um, so what were you and Nelson telepathically yeah, so, so, uh, so Nelson talking wrote, about? Nelson wrote it down. Um, was just kind of the citrusy um, yes, aspect I of it. Um, one thing I, I kind of want to address with this, actually, with this beer is I know it's a, it's an APA. Yes, I get that. Um, but we, uh, the, I mean, it's an APA, which kind of falls into the whole. Hey, what's the beer of the year going to be? Um, yeah, and, and you'll it's see a, that, it's a gray area, right? And you'll see that within the next beer as well, because I think somebody who's of high intellect. Uh, mentioned maybe like ambers or dark beers or something like those lines, like the traditional style are, is going to be the beer of the year. I, I don't know, Bancroft, maybe you're right. Maybe these are the beers of the year. <laughs> like, it's so smart. Um, Who would that be? Again, go back a couple episodes to the uh, producer special about uh, what we predict the uh, beer of the year will be. Um, and here we are drinking something similar. Uh, but I think that this is very interesting because I don't, I don't know if I put this in the amber category. I know it is. I know mm. it is. And maybe this is kind of some of my thoughts for later on, but I feel like, because we're talking flavor profile, is that this is a hybrid to me of a, a West Coast, East Coast, or New England style. Is like it's got citrusy, but it's got some pineness to it. It's got some dark, but it's got some light. You know, it's Other a very than interesting. 
the color, I agree. Like, it doesn't really have characteristics of an amber. Yeah. So it, yeah. it's interesting that they label it as an amber. That's a, yeah, good point. Thank you. You're welcome. I told you, somebody, a couple episodes of High Intellect. <laughs> I'm not saying that we're the same. I'm just saying that it's... Like, it's, it's with somebody. Yeah, because this does have... Like again, it it does have that citrusy kind of uh, flavor profile. It does. It's it's yeah. kind of missed in there. Um, yeah. It's kind of like so you know when we had the the West Coast IPAs with like super high IBUs, super bitterness. It's kind of like remember. it's kind of like that, but toned down. Yeah, right. For sure. It's like a, a starter pack of that. Yeah. So why don't we starter pack uh, with uh, some untapped users? Yeah, for sure. So uh, the first one comes from Mitch. Uh, Mitch's handle is Mitch2000. Going a little little ways back here on September mm-hmm. 2nd, 2022, said, Very well done as an anytime go-to. Perfect for a cool night at the cottage as the sun goes down. And Mitch gave it a 3.25 out of 5. I, I'm, I'm struggling with the rating in comparison to the review. Because I would have thought that would have been a, a 375 easy. Oh yeah, that that's a good review, right? You know I mean, like I I thought three two five if that's what you're thinking, but I don't know Mitch uh, two thousand and no, we reviews. don't we do not know Mitch two thousand. Not one of the CBCs. But we're gonna add Mitch as a friend, and yeah, we'll see if are. Mitch uh, accepts. I, I would think so. Uh, the next one we have is Kent, and the handle is Kiskar Beer on November twelfth. 2021 now that actually is um 10 days before uh, a birthday of somebody with high intellect is what i've been told oh really um, that's yeah. what, it's what i've been told um <laughs> said the following as a beer it's okay as an apa fail oh Ooh, okay. okay uh heavier in the malt and very little to no hot presence um and this is to note which is actually good they had it out of a growler and the premium of Untapped at a 3.30 out of oh. 5 was raining. So Kent was looking for a good beer because he bought a growler of it. So And this is, you know, high risk, high reward. It is. It is. You know? Um, interesting, though. I, I didn't know that that review is on here. I didn't realize that Nelson um, had that information on here yet because we have to scroll down for it. Um, but, yeah, as an APA fail. That maybe kind of alludes to what we were just talking about in the flavor yeah, profiles, right? That's true. Um, now, before we give our ratings, um, our friend Brett and Sorry, and, who? and co-host oh, uh, Brett, Brett, Brett yes. he he actually drank this beer before this episode, and he's given some some commentary on it. Do we do we want to talk about his commentary here, or <sighs> he put it in there? Go ahead. So uh, he was he he wanted to talk about the aroma first. So he got a little citrus off the nose, um, but but not too much. Um, I'm surprised you used the word aroma and not just nose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know. Well, you know he he's a sophisticated. He's a man of intellect, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're I talking just, about. Yeah, yeah. No, not, <laughs> not the specific one. Not the Brett we know. Not, yeah, no. This is a sophisticated world traveler, Brett. Right. It's a different right. version. Yeah, he, he's in his travel era. This is vacation, Brett. Yeah. Uh, so on the taste, he said, "There's." I'm surprised he didn't use the word mouth. Right, mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Maltiness mixed with the citrus taste uh, doesn't necessarily do it for him. He did say it does drink smooth, uh, well ca- carbonated. It thinks it's thinks that it go. sits slightly heavy 
uh, and a bit watery. Oh, doesn't necessarily um, want him going back for more. All right. But he did give a rating, too. We'll maybe save his for a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'll do is I'll uh, I'll give mine and producers, and then you can give yours and Brett's, and then yeah, we'll, for sure. we'll make sure Nelson gets the math on that. Um, so I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to give this... I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a three. Um, I am stuck in between the West Coast, East Coast, APA kind of style, and and so that's where I'm kind of at. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't disagree with you. Actually, you should. Um, <laughs> There's a main of high intellect. And before you actually go, I did say I was gonna give mine and Nelson's, but go with yours, and then I'll give Nelson's after. Okay. So I am also gonna go with a three with you. This is going to be fun then, because Nelson has written down uh, his, and he's going to give it a three. Wow! <laughs> and, and three so far. Are you doing Brett's or? No, no. I said you would do it. Oh, okay. Go on, go on Al. Brett gave a three too. Like a, a, a three point two. A three we as have, as well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He doesn't have premium. You're not like Brett and I. Uh, we're of high intellect. Yeah. <laughs> a three. I need Dude. to need to choose my words better. Um, Nelson's done the math on this one. Oh yeah, he another did. Another man of intellect. Yeah, this this is a tough one. Uh, so I think there's four of us gave it a three. Yeah, that's true. So average the carry the three. You have to divide it by okay, four. Divide by, oh, oh, three. Three overall. Yeah. So it is a three overall. It is. Um, which means if it's a three, that we're gonna go into beer number two soon. I'm going to take this one, Christopher. Yeah, you do it. Thank you so much. Uh, the second beer is Lager's Ale, which is an English brown ale. Oh, look at you. You know, there is a man of high... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Intellect. Oh, okay. Yes. There is... I, I wouldn't mind doing a beer, uh, a collaboration beer. I'm going to throw this out there anyways. Uh, I, I, I do realize... Um, Bancroft's episode, but I, I do have an idea for like an English brown ale. Do you? I do. And maybe it's Bancroft. Maybe we got to take the tour up to Bancroft, do a little collab, a little craft beer connoisseurs, Bancroft, you know? I mean, they have experience doing the brown ale, so. I'm just saying, I got a good idea. I think it'd be pretty good. I've shared the idea a little bit with you. You have, yeah. Some might say I'm a budding entrepreneur. <laughs> Which will tie into the thematic conversation, so go. please stay tuned uh, to uh, the thematic conversation at the end of this episode. This beer, Lager's Ale, which is that English brown ale, is a 5.6% ABV and 28 IBUs. That's right. And this beer is meticulously crafted, and it invites you to experience the timeless warmth of a classic brew, rich in character and steeped in history. Very nice. So it is listed as the following when we get into the little bit of the flavor profile. Um, the perfect blend of roasted malts bring forward notes of toffee, chocolate, and a touch of nuttiness. Mm. From the first sip, a gentle sweetness reminiscent of caramelized sugar and gentle bitterness of roasted grains is present. Interesting. Okay, so I'm kind of thinking, are we going to get like a... Um, Ooh, I don't know if we're going to get a little bit of the, the breadiness out of this, maybe. Maybe. Like a sweetness, but like a breadiness at the same time? Like a, 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 a sweet bread? Like a... 
Yeah, I don't know. Kind of, I'm I'm thinking in my head like like a, a sourdough, a, like a roasted grain. I'm thinking like a dark, almost like a pumpernickel. Okay, pumpernickel. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like just like yeah. a darker kind of richer kind of uh, bread. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll find out. We'll, we will find out. Um, so basically, in in this letter uh, from Bancroft, they did talk about this a little bit. They said, until recently, the loggers' ale had been on a hiatus. Um, but it has eagerly returned as their latest winter seasonal. So, uh, Tyler, I think they heard the episode that you talked about this. And they said, we need to bring back the Lager's Ale because this is the year it's, of the English Brown Ale. That's what I'm saying. And you know what? Maybe it's just bad timing because maybe we should have had this club already sorted out with a, a new name. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's already decided in my little brain but here we are <laughs> uh anyways back to this beer so uh <laughs> yeah sorry sorry, sorry. no that's I dig- okay I, I digress on on top there are 238 check-ins with a 3.56 rating overall there are six five out of fives and again only three friends so uh low friend indulgence if you will it's true uh who have had this beer before one word or two words however you want to do it but maybe road trip comes to mind uh, <laughs> with all our friends well i just think all the crap beer connoisseurs maybe there's gotta be a crap oh, beer yeah. connoisseur meetup oh we oh. <laughs> stay tuned for the thematic conversation <laughs> holy bejeebus there you go oh my goodness <clears throat> what an idea i've got an idea brewing to the first brewery that reaches out to us um, I think we could do some pretty good things. I'll leave it at that. Um, speaking about doing some pretty good things, the contents of the beer are inside the can, and that is they problematic, are. and I feel like we should get them out. I would love to do that. I don't know if we've ever really discussed beers kind of um, in of itself in a little bit of a jail cell, which is the can. And I feel like time's up. Let's uh, release this. So let's uh, grab that can and grab that glass. Nelson, stop laughing. Thank you. Um, let's open her up. Oh. All right. And the oh. pour. She pours like a brown ale. Yeah. Now, uh, as we, <laughs> as we release this beer from its jail cell. Thank you so much. <laughs> we, are, we are releasing it into a nonic pint. Uh, so make sure to use your proper glassware when you release your beer. There you go. That is a big sniff. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's a big sniffer. Uh, adequate sniff for the sniffer. Um, yeah, I'm getting a little bit of the toffee, actually. That caramel burntness on, on the nose. Definitely burnt, I would say. Uh, now, burnt can have a you know a bad connotation but this doesn't necessarily have to be bad uh burnt can be a nice flavor um but yeah that's definitely what i'm getting and Mm -hmm. i will say it looks very similar to the first beer the iron man but a little bit lighter a little bit lighter. i was hoping that your eyes were good they Um, are good yeah yeah well same here some would say 2020 vision even though i might have manipulated my last vision test anyways Moral of the story. Uh, never had a vision test, actually. You've never had an eye test? Never. You know what? Sometimes it shows. <laughs> uh, no, they're just perfect. Yeah. I've, I, I've lied at my last one. Uh, <laughs> I did hear about this. I know. Yeah. Sometimes you so- got it. Someone was not happy. There's a lot of people. Every time I tell the stories, there's somebody that's just like, why? Like, what's the purpose? 
It's because I need a medical professional to tell me that I am 2020 in the vision. You need to win. Genial. Uh, <laughs> that's that's for Brett. He, he'd like that. He would like. Uh, that. Yeah, it is a little bit lighter. Um, there is still that kind of ready hue to it. Uh, there is, yeah. But it's nice. Uh, I'm interested in this because I don't know if the flavor profile is going to match what we're we're smelling on this. They do mention it. Like I do, kind of get like that burntness and and that toffee. The chocolate is very interesting when, yes. they, when they mention that. But again, I think with saying the chocolates, I know what malts they used. Yeah, for sure. And and I'm not getting any chocolate on the nose. Yeah. Like I reading that description, I can almost pinpoint, I think, the malts that they used. But I think something is going to overpower the others. Yeah. Well, should we should we check? Should we try it? Yeah, you know what? Nelson, why don't you go first? <laughs> Chris, you're next. Oh, there you Oh, Nelson likes it. There yeah, you go. Well, there you go. Nelson better like it. Yeah, I mean, for him, it's nothing. Jeez. For us, it's everything. Okay. So I'm definitely getting, uh, yeah, and you, you, you dive in there, Tyler. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely getting uh, toffee. That is uh, the first thing that is kind of jumping at, out at me. Um, there is a roastedness that then follows. Um, again, kind of a, a bitter slash roasty, kind of the same fl- flavor, if you will. Um, I will. I, not really getting the chocolate um, or nuttiness uh, that they kind of describe, but definitely toffee at first sip. And then uh, kind of followed a little bit by that bitterness uh, and roastiness. Thoughts? Yeah, I was I was kind of trying to figure out where I could place this a little bit, and it's that tough of candy. Yes, and there it says nuttiness, but it doesn't describe what that nuttiness is. Um, I've recently attended a Brantford Bulldogs game. Uh, oh, is that right? Yes. Um, with Brett, actually. Uh, sponsored by Ferrero. Okay, yeah. And uh, on the way out, they gave us a large thing of Sprite Tic Tacs, um, as well as uh, <laughs> a large, decent jug of Nutella. <laughs> because Ferrero makes those products. Okay. I've never had Nutella. But no Ferrero Rocher chocolates. No. Which I wish I would have had. But that, would, that would be better than Nutella or Tic Tacs. Yeah, right? But I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think that nuttiness is, is coming f- from something similar, right? Like, I, yeah. I think that's that hazelnut kind of... Hazelnut, that's kind, the nut, yeah. Right, yeah, kind yeah. of approach. Again, I've never had the, the t- Nutella, but I think it's giving me very um, caramel, toffee, hazelnutty vibes. Yeah, uh, but not really. Again, sticking away kind of from that chocolate, which is really like that top of candies, um, which we all know. Like, I don't think I need to describe it. You know the golden box it's in, right? Like, relax, people. That's one of those things where like no one eats it, but everyone knows, knows what it, it is because they see the commercials. Yeah. <laughs> or, or like you see the box in the grocery store, yeah. and you're like, oh yeah, and I know those. I've had those, but have you actually ever had them? Or bought them? Never. Quite honestly, it's a conspiracy. It is. How are they still in business? I don't know. All right. Well, should we get to the flavor profiles? Uh, Nelson is telling us that 
We're, we're extremely over time. We're taking a lot of time here. <laughs> this is, you know what, Bancroft, I mean, it, kudos to you because we we had a little bit of information. We've never been before, and we're 43 minutes in, 44 minutes in. This is what happens when uh, Brett's not here, I guess. Yeah. We're not as efficient as when Brett and I were, but maybe it's because we just enjoy each other's company more. <laughs> Nelson, he's shaking his head yes. He's still upset about the last producer. <laughs> All right, top five flavor profiles. I'll do this one here, Al Boat. Yeah, I like that. All right, number one, malty. See, not really. Um, not not as malty as the first beer. Uh, I kind of disagree. Okay. And I feel like because the flavors are coming from the malts that were used, understanding kind of like those yeah, flavor profile. True. So I know I know what you're saying, but I, I think that this is more of not like a malt flavor, like like direct. But more of like the flavor derived from the malt. We can just probably describe it better. Yes, I agree. Uh, too dark. Uh, bit of a cop out. Not yeah, really there. No. Three sweet. Yeah, there is a bit of sweetness. There, there is for sure. But nothing, nothing crazy. Uh, not like, not as if the the caramel or the chocolate were really heavy and and you would get that sweetness. Yeah. Again, kind of the nuttiness, hazelnutty. Toffee feeling. Tough effect. Um, tough effect. <laughs> um, I think this was, we should call this episode. How would you spell that? Just the way the brand is. I'll throw an F, <laughs> an extra F in there and an E so that we don't get any copyright infringement or something, you know? Yeah. Um, number four, smooth. Uh, it is actually smooth now that I, I'm seeing that. I, I feel like this is actually smoother than the amber. Yes, it is. Right? <clears throat> Uh, which could be again lending itself to the um, the malts. Yep. Number five is caramel. Yeah, I, I'd move it up. I would. I yeah. think they lost a little bit of an opportunity for not not Bancroft, but the the reviewers of Sabir, but like the burntiness to it because there is still. I feel like there's just a. a I know it says caramel. But when I think of that, I don't think of like a deep car- deep caramelization. No, like a direct deep caramelization. It's right? it's kind of subtle, um, but it's there, and it yeah, it's like a lighter caramel, right? Is that what you kind of mean? I I just I kind of, but not really. Like I almost feel like there is some burntiness to it. So it's yeah. I just like the traditional like if you get like a um. Like a Werther's or something, right? Like that—that yeah. that is light, but that's not this. This does have some more characteristic, like some more richness to it. I feel yeah. like, and that—and that's that burntness. I think, I think that's the difference between like having like a light caramel and a dark. Is like you get like a deeper tone, you get a deeper richness, um, which lends itself really for this kind of beer because it's not a light beer, right? Like it's an English brown ale. Like it's—it's—it's mm-hmm. it's, it's supposed to have some more of that depth. And this is why that individual with that high intellect uh, made those comments before, because I feel like with these beers... <laughs> this person sounds awesome. Yeah. You honestly should have them stand up at your, your wedding. Uh, <laughs> you might have. Uh, but I do I do think that with this, is, and that's kind of where I was going with um, uh, the beer of the year kind of conversation before, is like, yeah. I really think we're going to get some really good tones. And beer styles like this have kind of been put to the back because of they the have. explosion of craft beer. Yep. And I really enjoy this style. Like, I feel like it's not like an everyday beer, but when I always have like a deep, malty, kind of rich beer, I'm like, if it's done well, I almost am like, why don't I drink more of these? 
I'll tell you why. Because there's not that many out there. In Canada? Yeah. But I could tell you, probably in the UK, you're getting a lot of these. That's like all you're getting. And I and I think that that's nice. Like, I, there's a lot of good flavor profile to it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I I might add nutty, maybe something like that. that but that's Nuttiness. that's that hazel yeah. nutty. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm feeling. I'm vibing it. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. All right. Let's also do thoughts from other people on untapped tyler uh, all right i know nelson calm down about the time relax if people are gonna listen they're gonna listen if they want to skip ahead they're going to skip ahead but they'll regret it deeply uh put it on that 1.5 <laughs> times i all, I, I sometimes feel like i'm talking at 1.5 yeah, sometimes you're you're a quick talker. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I get my point in, and then I confuse people, and then it gives me the upper hand. Uh, first one is Darcy D. Handle is Darcy Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you went to point five, I wanted to make sure that was good. On February tenth, twenty twenty four. So this is good, Nelson. Great job on getting actually some more recent uh, ones. Which yeah, again, thanks, Nelson. Brought this beer back, right? It was uh, it was brought back, so yep. maybe these are more recent because of that. Said logging that I'm drinking this beer right now. Get it? It's a pun because it's a logger's ale, and he's logging. The joke's funnier when you explain it. Chris. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Three point five out of five. <laughs> it's always funnier when you explain it. Yeah, that's why I always explain my jokes in great detail. <laughs> so the next one comes from Jennifer B. Uh, Jennifer Lee Beaton. Uh, is the handle on January twelfth, twenty nineteen. So I regret everything I just said. <laughs> we, we said it was on a hiatus, and Nelson took that to heart. Uh, so Jennifer said, "Dark, malty, stronger than I prefer," and Jennifer gave it a three out of five. All right. So uh, let's do the Brett thing. Oh, uh, yeah, the <laughs> Brett thing. Everybody's talking about it this episode. Um, all right, on the nose. Burnt sugar toffee. Okay. Concur. Yeah. Taste. Toffee, caramel, nutty. You know, sometimes I think this guy just reads exactly what's in there. You know, I really do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well carbonated, which we didn't mention. So no. I'll, I'll give Fair. some props or props are due. Um, not getting much of the smokiness, but still a good beer. I don't. I don't. I don't think anyone mentioned mentions, smokiness. Yeah. To have inside during the winter while she's blowing some snow outside. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking, again, this goes back to the wife thing, is that he's sitting inside looking out. The snow snow be falling. Wife is blowing snow. Wife's been blowing snow and Brett's inside chugging beer. Yep. Watching wrestling. Well, right, I believe it's pronounced wrestling. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's do some ratings on this one here. Um... Chris, why don't you actually go first? How about that? Sure, I would love to. Okay. Uh, so for this one, uh, I'm actually going to be the same as uh, the Iron Man, same as the first beer. I'm going to give it a three. Very good. Um, I, I I like it. Um, I think it does what it says it's supposed to do, and I, th I think it's actually quite enjoyable. Um, I'm going to give it a 3.75. Um, with that being said... Producer Nelson is going to give it a 3.5. Um, and then, do you want me to do Brett's or do you want to do Brett's? I'll, I'll do Brett's, yeah. You so, do Brett's. Uh, our, our good friend Brett 
and 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 co-host. Uh, Can also, we just say co-host? Yeah. Okay. Fair. Thanks. Also gave it a three point five. Okay. Um. So overall, that gives us a team score of three point four three seven five, which we will, of course, round up to a three point five overall. Yeah, I think it's Sounds justifiable, good. right? Very good. Yeah, so uh, that concludes the review of Bancroft and the beer that they provided on today's episode. And we've teased it now for 52 uh, minutes and 12 seconds. Uh, but coming up is a conversation on entrepreneurship. All right, we're back. We are back. So technically, I guess this would be my episode. It is. I mean, Nelson puts the script together with uh, some indication of, you know, who's going to create the thematic conversation. This time it's me. So you're in the soft hands of Monsieur Tyler. <laughs> with that being said, uh, we, we talked earlier on about entrepreneurship. A few times, I feel like. A couple of times yeah. it, it, it did come up. And um, I feel like, you know, with Bancroft is uh, you kind of got to take that leap. Um, whether you have like an entrepreneurship kind of bone in your body or not, um, I still feel like everybody has some kind of creativity and I want to kind of untap that if you will. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so entrepreneurship as a, as a whole, um, let's just kind of start. Like, do you feel like you have some kind of entrepreneurship skills um, or do you think that yeah, maybe I, I, maybe I'm not suited for it. Um, this is basically be you and me. Oh uh, yeah. Cause, uh, Nelson wants to bow out of this one. Um, and Brett has not provided any context, no. which is fine. So yeah, that's fine. Entrepreneurship. I feel that I do have some kind of entrepreneurship kind of like drive. Um, I, I feel like. I've got creative ideas and, um, it's difficult to go from idea to, um, like conception. Right. And that's what we saw with Bancroft is like, you have to sometimes take that step, that leap of faith, um, and that driving force behind you to create something good. We had some good beers today and we've had some good beers that we haven't had on this episode. Yep. Um, as indicated in, in our rating. So, I feel like I do have some kind of entrepreneurship kind of drive. Chris? Not so much. You could say no. Not so much. So um, one of my qualities, I'll say, uh, is I'm, I am risk averse when it comes to um, financial decisions. Uh, so there's a lot of risk that you take on when you become an entrepreneur. We're very uh, different this way. Yeah, like I don't know what the the stats are now, but you know they would always say like ninety percent of you know small businesses fail in the first year or something like that. First five years, yeah. I don't want to be part of that statistic, right? Uh, because yeah. there's a lot of you know there's a lot of picking up and figuring out what you're going to do afterwards after that happens. So um, because of that, I'm kind of it kind of turns me off uh, from from being an entrepreneur. So interesting you say that. This might get a little bit too personal here on the Crap Beer Conference. Um, confidence. Yeah. Where do you think that your confidence lays in, in your ability or in yourself? So I think I have a high level of confidence in, I, I guess what I would say, I, I know what I'm good at. 
Sure. Yeah. I know what yeah. I'm not so good good at. So self-aware. Yeah. And so my confidence in the things that I know that I'm good at is high. And then equally so, I don't kind of trust myself to put myself in a position where I know that I don't necessarily have the skill set. This is going to change maybe the topic a little bit. I feel like this is a good little back and forth we're going to have here. Um, I feel like I'm in a uh, yeah, psychology session. Yeah, I knew, should I, should I, I lay down? Yeah, I don't have a little chaise here, but yeah. uh, I mean, I do have a couch. Um, <laughs> fair enough. But do you find yourself that you have the ability to trust others? Mm. Mm. And the reason why I say it, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna to go a little bit further on. It's fine. Yeah. Um, with that being said is because... In and of itself, this podcast idea yeah. is a bit of, sorry, is, was a, a bit of a leap of faith. Um, a little bit lower kind of uh, risk yeah. asso- associated with it. For but, sure. I mean, there was still some financial component to it. I mean, we said up front, we're not going to buy terrible quality equipment. That's true. Uh, so we, we did, I mean, we put a significant amount of money into it. Yeah. Um, but you still found yourself part part of the podcast. I did. So there is this kind of juxtaposition between what that looks like. And I, I mean, it could be because the concept made sense. I mean, the uh, Brett's not here. Brett would say, well, because there's a PowerPoint presentation. But in all fairness, I mean, that, that all does kind of come into consideration. No, you're of, right. Of like a good business plan can direct or redirect individuals to either a positive or negative outcome. You're right. And and it was lower risk, right? Because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't saying like, oh, I'm going to sink my life savings into this business idea that I have, right? That must be nice because I sunk all my life savings. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that, that it's worked out that. really well. You don't have to be sorry. Yeah. We've been very successful. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I would say you're right that... And that's what I was kind of thinking about as we were talking about what this kind of theme conversation would be is like, we're kind of doing entrepreneurship in a way uh, with the podcast. Um, It's not like we're, you know, secret. We're not raking in the cash, right? Um, But we are able to do something that we enjoy um, and we're able to do it at a, you know, in, in a way that isn't cost prohibitive for example for sure. uh, we had our initial investment and we're kind of um we've done quite, doing well from there we've done quite well from the from there yeah you know and i think that and that's what i'm saying it's like it's that entrepreneur um mindset that says not necessarily like hey we have a product and we've got to go hard at it is like, we've talked about this from the very beginning. Every season we have a conversation kind of like a state of the union about the podcast of like, what does that look like? Yeah. And, um, it's all scalable. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like it it is very interesting. I mean, we've kind of shot the, uh, about different ideas in the past. Yes. Uh, I mean, we've joked about a bar and whatnot. Obviously, that I mean, that's far-fetched. But it's it's that mindset of that creative outlet. And I find that it's it parallels so nicely with a lot of breweries and and the, the stories of um, how breweries have, have come to be. Uh, and we've, we've kind of talked about this, too. Is like, I wouldn't mind doing, like, a, a home brewery setup. Yeah. And, and seeing where that kind of 
kind of goes, right? Yeah, try it out and see if you make anything good. I will say, like, we, it's kind of interesting doing this podcast because we've, you know, we've had like almost 100 breweries on the podcast now. Yeah, which is um, almost about 25% of all breweries in, in the province of Ontario. Which is pretty crazy. And so we, we've seen a lot of different breweries with different setups. And what I mean by that is some people have, you know, quit their jobs and they've gone headlong into the brewery. Some people are doing the brewery thing and keeping their day job yep, yep. and that sort of thing. And that's easier if you have partners who can, you know, kind of kind of work with you and, and do that. So that's kind of like if I were to dive into a, you know, entrepreneurial venture, I would be more of the, it's kind of like a, a part-time job type thing where I would keep my day on. job. Yeah. Keep yeah. my day job. Do this as an entrepreneurial thing. Obviously, that kind of limits you in your potential, right? Because the the more time you put into it, the more potential you have, basically. And, and we've sorry to kind of interject, but yeah. we, we've seen that with the podcast, right? Yeah, like it's it's scalable to as high of a degree in which we want to make it with the capacity in which we have in each host, right? Because we all have equal shares in in this podcast. We do, so. It would be at this point, I, I wouldn't be able to dedicate enough time to, you know, an entrepreneurial event, uh, venture uh, just based on, you know, my my work, my my family life, that sort of thing. Um, but in the future, it would definitely be something that I would be interested in on a small scale, definitely at first, um, just to kind of have like a fun thing, right? Like, you know, we have the podcast as sure. a fun thing. And then maybe if there's something else that... That we kind of that I kind of look into, but um, as kind of like, hey, I'm an entrepreneur. That's not necessarily for me. No, no, for, I, I yeah. get I get that for you, and I think my mindset's a little bit different. Like I can be very grand in ideas, but also very practical about that. And like I'm not going to ever jump into something if I if I don't have a well thought out plan. Like right. coming to terms with like what we want the podcast to be, as you know. It was several months of like me kind of figuring out what that would look like mm-hmm. before even presenting the idea to the group, which right. I mean, I presented the idea to a group of like six and we ended up with three. Right. Right. So I, I think that there's a lot of trust that goes into that. I, I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but Brett's not here and Nelson's falling asleep. Uh, <laughs> Have a nap next but, time, Nelson. But I also... I, I, I love and respect your wife, as, as you know. Um, but we, we've kind of had like this conversation too of like, what's this look like in terms of other opportunities, whether it is a cottage or something. And we mm. haven't really, you know, jumped into that. But I know from uh, different conversations that I've had with other individuals is that they, they've made that kind of leap and they have a partnership agreement. And there, there's only certain people that, you want to jump into something like that. Right? Yeah. And I feel like the, the podcast has been really great for you, me, um, Brett, and alternating. <laughs> certain, Ran- random person as producer. Certain producers about having like that kind of mindset because you, we've worked at this podcast now for three years or so, yeah. four seasons. And um, they always say like it's very difficult to mix friends with business. Right. You have to make sure that that mixture works. For sure. And it's not like we have not butt heads. Most yeah. certainly we have. For sure we have. 
but I mean, I feel like from an entrepreneurial standpoint is like that, that rental property kind of thing would make sense whether or not Brett wants to be included. He's not here. So the heck with him. <laughs> I mean, you miss the opportunity, right? Like you got to be present. Listen, you just say the word cottage and my wife is interested immediately. About a year and a half ago, we had that conversation because um, I know that she was on Realtor. Well, she sent you a listing. <laughs> and I get that. And I have a couple of ideas in place too. But part of that conversation with, with her and you and whomever is is the realization that I needed to get a house first. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can't have your rental property as your first property. Probably not a good idea. No. <laughs> but I do know of another couple that has, is in a very similar situation um, that also has a cottage and a, a rental property like that. And mm-hmm. I think real estate is very secure. Yes. Um, We've seen it, that in and, Ontario. And it's yeah. predictable. And I'm very much risk adverse, but there's a lot of thought process that goes into those decisions. Uh, so you you have to be aligned with whomever you make those decisions. And you, myself, and Brett... Um, plus producer uh, were aligned when, when making the, the podcast. The same thing would go with, with uh, hopefully, I, I feel like we'd be able to do a rental property. Yeah. Um, and I feel like you would have confidence in my abilities um, from running a rental property. Yeah, and I think one thing that served us well in the podcast and definitely serves you well in, in an entrepreneurial venture is like you need to understand and really just anything it uh understand people's roles going into it right right? so that you know like expectations yeah like i i feel like after our first season we kind of sat down and we were like okay we didn't kind of we had a state of the podcast and said here's what the defined roles here's what everyone's job is and it's been very smooth right Uh, not not to say that the first season wasn't smooth but it's been more more smooth right we knew what to expect and and so with any with that sort of thing like going into a uh property rental for example you say like okay i can you know dedicate x amount of time per week to it Mm -hmm. and you know everyone gets okay with that and you kind of go forward and and so that the expectation is set initially and that that helps alleviate any problems going forward yeah and i think it's always good to separate friendship from business yeah. As much as you possibly can. Like uh, with the podcast, we make very business-like decisions um, on, on direction. And it's separating that out and saying, hey, you're going to have hurt feelings. I might have hurt, hurt feelings. I mean, every decision that I've wanted, I, I haven't got. Uh, right. that, that's the reality of it. And, and that's the partnership aspect of it. And um, with, let's say a rental is there's different skill sets that come into it, right? Like I can do this, I can do this. It It's like any business. Do you want to be a silent partner or do you want to be an active partner? Right. Like you could be financial backing to something, but don't want to be hands-on with dealing with, oh, well, we're going to rent out a property. Yeah. What's you don't that? want to be the face of the- What's that look like? The- the company or whatever. And luckily, yeah. I've been to both uh, on both of that side. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, it is interesting. It, it's funny because for those of you um, listening, you might not know and you might know if you've really, really paid attention. But like your background, you went to school for business. So I did. It, it is yeah. very interesting, like the uh, risk adverse 
non-entrepreneurship, but went went to business school. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that, that it, it's it's quite perplexing. Not all of us are Wall Street hedge, hedge fund junkies. No, it's true. <laughs> I, I, I love it. All right. Nelson's yelling at us. He's been yelling at us for literally about 20 minutes. Yeah. He, um, he's pointing at his Apple watch. Yeah. yeah. There you go. All right. Well, I think that was a good productive conversation. Yeah. Um, Brett, anything to add? Uh, <laughs> Very good. Uno cerveza por favor. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll be uh, right back with our farewell. All right. That's a long but needed episode of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Thank you again for listening. Keep on listening every other Thursday as the Craft Beer Connoisseurs release a new episode and on our off Thursdays for a producer special. And as Brett would say, uh, make sure you tell your friends and your family and everybody else because we need the listeners. <laughs> he would say that. He, you know what he would? He, oh, your favorite entrepreneur. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God bless him. I, I, I'm hoping you're enjoying your time off, Brett. Wow. Well deserved. Uh, so, from all of us and producer Nelson, I'm Tyler. And I'm Chris, and together we're the craft beer connoisseurs. 